Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. This is a Lip Media Podcast. Hello, chickens. This is the fabulous Adam Richard, and I have a theory. I said two theories ago that I was going to talk about uh, the music in the last theory, and I didn't. But this episode that I want to talk about today, which is called Rosa, it's the third episode in the 11th series of Doctor Who. I know all the numbers. Anyway, it's the first Jodie Whittaker one. The music in this needs to be talked about. But there are so many things to talk about, so we'll get into it. So, the episode is about Rosa Parks, uh, who refused to give up her seat on a segregated bus in Montgomery, Alabama, uh, 1955, I think. That was, the head- that, that was the headline on the newspaper when they showed it at the start of the episode. Uh, <laughs> anyway, she uh, is famous for kind of kick-starting the civil rights movement in the United States, which is you know, a travesty, given that black people were given equal rights under the Constitution as far back as Lincoln uh, at the end of the Civil War. So, each state had made their own laws uh, in respect to uh, people uh, of colour. So, it you know, the, the American system is horrendous. I mean, we can't talk. We didn't get on board uh, allowing black people to vote until the 60s. So, you know, it's uh, <laughs> it's been a racist old world we've lived in for quite some time. And this episode is not pulling any punches. Like, even to the point where Ryan and Yaz are having a chat behind a dumpster because they've been chased out of a hotel they're not supposed to be in because of the colour of their skin. And they're talking about, you know, constantly being stopped by the police, uh you know, the the racial slurs that are thrown at Yaz when she goes 
to break up a domestic dispute and as a police officer. So, you know, it does not pull any punches. And I watched uh, it again because I've seen it 400 times. Um, but I watched it this time with um, the commentary track on, which has Mallory Blackman, uh, who co-wrote this episode with series runner Chris Chibnall. And... You know what? I love seeing the progression of a story and because they're trying to tell a true story uh, with science fiction elements, um, seeing what she tried to get into the story, what she couldn't get into the story. Like there's a mention of Emmett Till, who was a 14-year-old boy who was lynched and and, and killed uh, before uh, Rosa Parks did her big bus number um i make it sound like it's a musical number yes it was the rosa parks big bus number <laughs> as directed by busby berkeley and esther williams did a swim by with an underwater bus no it's not priscilla queen of the desert um I'm losing my tiny mind. Uh, I feel like I'm tiptoeing around so much because I'm terrified I'm going to cancel myself in <laughs> in just talking about this podcast because you know I'm technically white splaining and I love this episode so much and it you know it it speaks to me on so many levels. You know I'm not a minority because of the color of my skin, but I am a minority because of who I am in love with. Uh, so. I kind of, you know, I, I feel a lot of the the prejudice and the not being able to do things. And, you know, like when I was younger, we used to go to bars and the windows were blacked out. So no one could be offended by seeing people holding hands or possibly enjoying a drink together. People, like it, so yeah. Anyway, I get it. Uh, there's a lot about this episode that really resonates with me and just the whole situation in general. But yeah, hearing Mallory Blackman talk about the things she tried to include, like she wanted to include Claudette Colvin, who, you know, refused to give up her seat on a bus before Rosa Parks did, but was not championed uh, because there she at the time was a pregnant teenager, not married, and... You know, they just thought the press would run at that. And you go, oh, as if they'd make fun of a of a teenage girl, you know, trying to do the right thing. Uh, Greta Thunberg, anybody? Uh, so, look, the, the press will go hard on a teenager if they decide that uh, it's not serving their ends. So, yes, it is an amazing episode of Doctor Who Rosa. Uh, the, I, there are a couple of bung notes in it for me. The performance by Josh Bowman is not great. I mean, he's very pretty and he was very pretty when he was in that revenge show. Um but yeah, there's something the way he pitches his performance. And look, I know it's hard to play someone who is a space racist. Uh, he's, he's a space racist. I don't know how else to, to describe him. Um, I mean, it's a difficult part to play because you know you're playing someone who is irredeemably awful and trying to basically change history so that, you know, white people are forever supreme. Um and, you know, I don't know if anyone's done the sums. White supremacists done the sums. Have they done the maths on the number of people living on this planet? Because there's 4 billion people, I think, in the world today. 1 billion of them are Chinese and 1 billion of them are Indian. So that's, you know, over half the people on the planet are not white. And I think when you look at the other half, they're not all white either. So... Even in a, in actual, even going by numbers, the 
but they're not in the majority. So, yes, I wanted to talk about the music in this episode. Uh, This season of Doctor Who, after the last... 10 seasons they had the, like they had the same composer for the in, entire run of the show Murray Gold he wrote all of the music all of the time and it was big orchestral you know huge sweeping scores that sounded like uh, kind of like a bit John Williamsy but there was you know occasionally sort of a driving uh electronic score as well this episode is fascinating there's you know, some really beautiful refrains on, I think it's a French horn? I don't know. I was no good at music. I failed music and still they let me be a team captain on Spicks and Specs. Um, I, but yeah, it's it's a beautiful refrain. Plus the, you know, there's gospel music right at the start. So it's uh, it's it's got a very uplifting feel. And then the Rise Up song right at the end, which is just a beautiful number. And uh, according to the commentary, was a, a choice by the director to include that. And and uh, Mallory Blackman, the writer, says that that is an unofficial theme for the Black Lives Matter movement. So you kind of go, oh, okay. Because I found the first time it happened, I found it a peculiar choice of a song because we're celebrating a moment where someone sits down and then the song is Rise Up. So in purely <laughs> lyrical terms, it seems weird <laughs> to be going, Rise Up, now get up out of your seat and know your place, lady. That's not really what the message we should be getting. Uh, so, yeah, it was a, a very... It, I just found it weird lyrically, but it's Rise Up as, you know, from your spirit and from the, the people and it's not about that specific moment. Um, I know, I've turned into one of those people who, be, who, become, who tries to make silly jokes at a very, very serious thing. But yeah, the, I, I really enjoyed the kind of back to the future sort of style time travel this, this story was because normally Doctor Who just goes, you know, the Doctor is plonked in a situation and just is like, oh yeah, we'll try and sort this out. Trying to get history back onto track is not often something that's used as a storyline in a show that's about time travel. So it was fascinating that they were trying to do it that way. And it was, you know, there was there was uh, some amusing moments, um, especially with Brian trying to tell white people to get on the bus. A uh, black man telling white people in Montgomery, Alabama, to get on a bus was not taken well. Uh, also, just like on a meta level, this episode was filmed in South Africa, which did not end apartheid until... What was it? Well into the eighties? Was it early nineties? Like so, you know, they're 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 creating a story in a place that is still resonant with that kind of you know d- division and disruption. Uh, so it's like I just it's it's an amazing episode, and you know, I'm sure in the future entire theses will be written about it because you can study Doctor Who at school, can't you? I'm sure you can. Anyway, look. I've already gone on way too much. Uh, tomorrow, or the next episode, uh, Theory 4 is going to be about arachnids in the UK, which is a stupid title. Um, and from memory, it's a stupid episode. But last time I watched it, I was watching a preview episode for Whovians and the CGI wasn't finished and the spiders looked terrible. So this will be my first time watching it with fully realised spiders and... I'm looking forward to the big, hairy monsters, I can tell you. Uh, I'll talk to you next time here with my theories. Hold up. 
What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50% to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.